Hi, everybody. I'm not here to ask you to accept my friend request, but I did want to let you know that Michelle and I are hosting an important meeting at the White House on Thursday, and we want you to be a part of it. We'll be talking with students, teachers, and parents about how to stop bullying and about the responsibility each of us has to make sure our children treat each other with respect. This isn't an issue that makes headlines every day, but it affects every single young person in our country. And it's something that we care about, not only as president and first lady, but also as parents. It's tough enough being a kid today, and our children deserve the chance to learn and grow without constantly being picked on, made fun of, or worse. For a long time, bullying was treated as an unavoidable part of growing up. But more and more, we're seeing how harmful it can be for our kids, especially when it follows them from their school, to their phone, to their computer screen. The good news is that there's a growing movement, led by young people themselves, to make our schools and communities places where no one is made to feel alone or afraid for being different, where all of our children can thrive. They understand that while technology has allowed us to connect as never before, and that's a good thing, it shouldn't affect how we treat each other. That's why we're holding this summit, and that's why we're asking you, whether you're a student, a teacher, a coach, or a parent, to join us. You can participate in the conversation online, find more resources, and be a part of this growing campaign at stopbullying.gov or right here on Facebook. We hope you will. Because putting a stop to bullying is a responsibility we all share. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the first ever Safe Space New Jersey podcast. I am Jordan Brown. I will be your host for the evening, and I am joined by my co-host and the very founder of Safe Space New Jersey himself, Mr. Uh, Jason Koenig. <laughs> and uh, a little bit about us, Safe Space New Jersey is a nonprofit organization that promotes anti-bullying as well as reaching out to the community, finding solutions on ways to how we can uh, heal each other and get to know each other on a more deeper and personal level. So... Um, for today's topic, I wanted us to talk about how bullying has really affected us, like, you know, both physically and mentally. So, uh, Jason, I think we could start with you since this is your baby. Uh, well, I would just first of all like to thank Jordan and um, Charlie, uh, Charlie Brown and Rob for helping making this organization a success. Uh, you can find more information on safespaceinjersey.org. And what Safe Space New Jersey is, is an organization to help kids and young adults between, well, between 12, 17, 18 years old um, learn and have a safe space to go when they're feeling bullied or intimidated or just having a bad day at school or during a sporting event if they didn't do well and they, they're not, you know, feeling themselves. It's just a way for kids to... For bully kid, for bully kids to connect with one another. Side note: We also <laughs> we are also uh, providing a safe space for uh, young adults too in their twenties because we know that I, I personally know that you know being a college kid stuff can get pretty stressful and you definitely run into a lot of like interesting characters in your studies. So uh, just know that we're here for each and every one of you. Uh, we hear you, we see you. And, you know, we have your best interests are. So if you have any questions for us, if you need to talk to us, if you just need to, like, you know, vent, if, you know, you're feeling like you're having a really bad day, just, you know, come to us. You know, we're here for you. We want to listen. We want to hear your stories. And we want to do the best we can to, like, you know, provide you with a very calming outlet. 
So uh, I guess I could start. Um, I've actually dealt with a lot of personal uh, personal issues, bullying, dating back to ever since I was in middle school. You know, I've got bullied for like loads of stuff. Like there's a list. I got bullied for, you know, my weight. I was a very super heavy, super obese kid. You know, I was probably like over 300 pounds sitting pretty at like, uh, you know, uh, 230, 220, trying to get uh, down, you know, a little bit lower, <laughs> you know, but hey, I'm a big guy. You know, I like to eat and stuff like that, but I also like to work out. But uh, yeah, I've definitely dealt with like a lot of um, personal issues uh, regarding my image because like, you know, some so many people said so many hurtful things to me that really ruined my day and it kind of like ruined my whole year, probably even ruined me for, you know, my days going forward. Uh, I know it sounds a little cliche because, you know, when you're an adult, you kind of like uh, move past those things, forget those things and you try to be the best version of yourself. But at the end of the day, it still hurts. <laughs> Uh, I also got bullied, you know, because of my love of, like, comic books and anime, you know, especially being, like, a young black man, and you're not really used to the norm of, like, oh, hip-hop and sports, like the NBA, the NFL, you know, football. Don't get me wrong. I love me a good Super Bowl game. But, you know, it's not going to be my obsession or my everyday pastime. And, you know, really, I just got, you know, picked off for being myself. And it's like, there's really like this whole Elephant Man mentality. For those of you who haven't seen the Elephant Man movie, definitely watch it. It's a great movie. It may be in black and white, but it, it has a message that hits home. And that that very message is that, you know, some people, they like to hate or they like to antagonize what they really don't understand. And, you know, certain young people, especially like, you know, kids, they feel like they're very misunderstood. You know, they feel they're wondering why are these people sizing them up? Why are they uh, coming after them? Because... You know, you just like you don't you don't know this person. You you really don't understand what they go through. You don't know what they go through at home. Mm. And like that really, you know, it affects them. And you wonder why so many kids have like anxiety. They have social anxiety and they're afraid of like talking to people or walking up mm. and like uh, trying to make friends and stuff like that without it being like weird or creepy or, you know, mm. and it, it really affects them. And not only just affects them when they're kids, it also affects them when they're adults because it makes it hard to communicate. It really makes it hard. Mm -hmm. So I really feel as though like that's kind of affected me. I was, I remember when I was younger, I was diagnosed with Asperger syndrome. For those who don't know, Asperger syndrome is basically a disorder in the mind that basically affects someone's mental capacity on how to interact with other people. So maybe, you know, some days you'll feel very uh, social. You'll, you'll feel very uh, free spirited and willing to like talk to people, but in certain social situations, you'll freak out. You uh, want to get away you know, you really don't want to talk talk to people. And like some people think that you're shy. Some people think that you're wrong with you. But it's just really that you don't know what to say or how to react in certain type of circumstances. And that's same with me for a while. It's still kind of affecting me and my, you know, the way I interact with people in my relationships today. But I've gathered a good collective of friends, a very good collective of people who are very understanding, who know the real Jordan Brown, who know me just for being me. You know, I know who I am. I'm someone who likes to act. I'm someone who likes to sing. And uh, by the way, if anybody out there is looking for, you know, a actor slash singer, you know, for some performances, or, you know, some shows, you know, just hit me up. Because, like, listen, I can do some William Shakespeare. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. But it's like, yeah. So I really feel like bullying uh, mentally has taught me, like, just to endure, you know, endure the haters. But at the same time, like, you know, don't let them make you. Don't let them break you. You just keep being true to yourself. And I feel like that was the same message that, like, uh. You remember the movie The Night Professor, Jason? Yes. Yeah, with Eddie Murphy. Like, uh, yeah. So there was that scene at the dinner party, right, where Sherman and Buddy, they were having, like, a mental battle. They were having a mental struggle. And, like, they were shape-shifting back and forth. Mm -hmm. And, you know, 
it feels as though like when Sherman found his confidence with Bunny, he mm-hmm. actually found confidence within himself. Mm-hmm. He finally realized that he doesn't need that blue serum to basically uh, mm-hmm. know who he is. Because Sherman does know who he is. Yeah, he's a big man, but he's a big man with a big heart. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that really hit a lot of people. You know, the movie may not have been well-received by audiences or critics uh, alike, but it still was one of the most classic movies to this day. And so many people can relate to Sherman Clump. I feel as though... You know, it's not even just with being fat. It's just, like, about how you look, you know, the way your body's lined up, how tall you are, like, you know, uh, your mental state. You know, some people just don't understand. Some people just don't understand. But, you know, it shouldn't really stop you from just being so genuine. Yeah, I know what you're saying, Jordan. It's like that insecurity and people don't have self-confidence. And sometimes the bully will use that or see that as a way to further pick on someone if they seem a little shy quiet mm. the bully will in, in 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 sense the bully is like that type a person that insecure person who's looking mm. to bother you for some whatever reason maybe they're insecure themselves maybe they feel they don't bully they don't bully you then they're gonna look not as confident or not as um not as cool, whatever, whatever it may be. So they're do they yeah. dealing with me. They struggle. So I remember, like, yeah, like when I was like in fifth grade, I used to walk from. I was in walking distance from where I went to school, PS one, to where I lived, to my house. Mm. So, and every day there was these kids who were not too smart in class. They were, you know, the low end. They were you know they didn't do well they always got acted out in class and after school they would pick on me and they'd be walking home and they would and one day one kid he came up to me and he you know he hit me right in the, in the stomach and he, and he hit me in the face so I was like what and then I you know was I was shaking I was retired I you know fought back a little but for a while I just you know avoided him the best I could and you know sometimes the bully is looking for an outlet. Yeah. And it's also in sports too. Yeah. I know with, with high school sports or middle school sports, some kids who may do really well in this particular sport, they may feel they have to impress someone, but right. maybe they're being, maybe they're the goalie in soccer, but they didn't make that goal today or one of the kids called them, on the team called them name because they didn't do, they weren't at their full they, they weren't at their prime. They yeah. weren't at the prime that day. So they, and then that kid who got bullied, he decides to pick on you, right? Because he felt he got picked on. So it's like I'm going to pick on this kid. So yeah, so it's like um, a double standard, I guess. Right. And going back to what you said about like the bully looking for an outlet, mm-hmm. you know, to impress somebody, I feel as though that's also kind of like an issue most of the time. Where like you know, bullies they feel as though. They want that attention. They want that approval and that stimulation mm-hmm. at school mm-hmm. by, like, you know, picking on those who they feel as though beneath mm-hmm. them because they want to feel powerful because we don't know what they're going through. Maybe mm-hmm. these kids who, you know, are viewed as the bad guys, mm-hmm. they're always, they're also going through something at home. Maybe they're getting bullied themselves by, like, parents mm-hmm. who really, you know, don't care about them or mm-hmm. just don't really, like, give them a second guess. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that hurts them. And that mm-hmm. basically fuels their anger to, like, you know, uh, go out and take it on someone else who feels though they don't have a care in the they, world and they true. have people that, you know, actually care about them. I remember, like, I have parents that care about me. Yeah. You know, my mom and my dad, because, like, I don't know where I would have been without them. You know, I was a very, 
you know, angst, I'm going to be honest, I had my uh, angsty teen phase, you know, I was very angry at the world, I was saying, like, you know, everybody sucks, everybody's uh, the villain, you know, I, I was, it was really me against the world when I was, like, around 14, 15, or 16 years old, and it's also given me a lot of, like, uh, images of self-doubt, you know, I've had a lot of insecurities about my own body, and it really, like, you know, it stuck with me, and then I started doing things that I wasn't really proud of, mm-hmm. and we're gonna keep it off the uh, record for this to just keep it, like, you know, for the sake of keeping it PG, but, um, yeah, but, like, yeah, you know, I really feel as though, like, some people just want that stimulation, they want that sense of feeling like, you know, this kid's not going to do anything. He's basically a shy, quiet kid, you know, and if he tries to start a problem with me, I'm going to lay him out. And I, I know you mentioned something about you getting punched in the stomach. And you, uh, yeah, it wasn't you, fun. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't fun. Trust trust me, I've had my fair share of times where like, people have threatened me. I, I think by the grace of God, I never got into a fire. I never gotten. Well, I remember one time in eighth grade, there was this kid named Brandon. This dude just came straight out of nowhere while I was in the locker room getting changes. Like, you know, uh, and this dude just started wailing on me. You know, he just started punching me all over the place, punching me into the bathroom. I feel like, yo, this kid was trying to beat me to near death. And it wasn't for my teeth. If it wasn't for like my gym teacher, you know, coming, stepping in and telling him to stop. You know, I felt like this guy was really going to kill me. Really? Oh. Yeah. And I'm just sitting here and I was just sitting there like never before. I felt so humiliated. I felt so powerless. And it's like, I'm just sitting here. It's like, you know, everybody's just like trying to get a rise out of me. Everybody's trying to do, you know, I'm, I'm a gentle giant, you know, mm-hmm. I'm strong. I'm big, but like. I have a heart of gold. You know, I wouldn't hurt anybody. I wouldn't want to like mess with anybody, like give anybody problems and stuff like that. And, you know, I also feel as though the the peer pressure. Yeah, the peer pressure. Peer pressure definitely plays like a big role into like, you know, doing things that you're not proud of. Like, you know, for example, some people may have told this kid like, hey, hit this guy because he thinks that he's tough. He thinks that he's tough. Like, you know, show him who's boss around here and stuff like that. But maybe, you know, people like Brandon or people like the guy who like punched you in the stomach, and stuff like that. Maybe they did something because they felt as though, like, you know, it would make them look cool. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I was almost a victim of that peer pressure because I was, like, forced into fighting, like, you know, a dude who, you know, I there was times where I felt like a bully where, like, because, like, this dude who would later become my best friend, mm-hmm. you know, we would get at each other because we were both heavyweight dudes. We were both overweight. Everybody liked to clown us and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But then we realized, like, hey, we actually have a lot in common, you know, and the people that make us feel guilty about who we are they're trying to bait us into fighting each other yeah i know it's not it's it's, yeah it's not it's 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 never good and after you know uh the dust settled it's like we became closer our bond became stronger Mm -hmm. than iron we became brothers and it's like that's another thing we need to talk about you like you know Mm -hmm. uh i I don't know who, who watches uh you know, the it movies or stranger things but like hey the the like you know the losers club man we gotta stick together and I, yeah, I just don't understand, you know, why society puts a lot of pressure on people who are different, you know, people who just feel as though like they're not good enough and that they, uh, I think you should basically say. Well, well, it's like, it goes back to that insecurity and self-confidence. The bully feels that like he wants to feel dominant and cool and you're not cool enough when actuality i've had ex- experiences with this like the the bully is you know he either when he graduated high school he's now sitting at home doing nothing and i've had friends who had the same some experience they, right they were bullied and the kid who got he's who bullied him he's either working at 
he's working at McDonald's or he's working at Burger King. Why yeah. the non-bullet kid is either now successful? Yeah, he's a businessman. He's, he's a go, doctor. He's doing well. Yeah, and it, it's all that you know. The bully's looking for kids who are weak to pick on, yeah. or a little insecure. But the, we have to kids who are bullied have to just find in themselves to get with get with someone who's more who has confidence or yeah. build find a way to build confidence. And yeah, in a way, I think I'm very thankful, mm-hmm. you know, that I've basically endured and I came out the other end stronger mm-hmm. because. Yeah, Listen, I've had the worst things done to me. I've not only have been willed on, I had like some jerks, you know, put ketchup in a napkin, slap it on the side of my face. It's like, and that kids and, probably some of those kids are probably working at um, at, at a job where they're you know they probably stopped going to school. They're probably working at a job where they you know. Well, then they're not they're not happy. They're doing something maybe. they're not happy. So. Yeah, they're doing something that they're not happy with, and that's mm-hmm. a topic we're going to talk about for another day. Mm-hmm. But I really feel as though is like yeah, the un this this is what I like to call basically the karma effect and the unfortunate circumstances shift. Like there, now there are times where like, you know, people who are like, you know, hot shots and bullies in uh, schools and stuff like that, they still go on to be, you know, big professional people because they have like that devil may care attitude. But, you know, for the most part, it's like, you know, karma, it's the unfortunate circumstances. Like, you know, this dude, you know, he was like the meanest person in high school. And like the next moment, you know, he's coming to you for a job. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's unfortunate stuff like that happens, but, you know, my mom has like this old saying, you know, you really can't treat people so mean without there being any repercussions to your actions. Mm-hmm. So. And it's a lot of, it's, yeah, it, it's, it's a lot of respect and it's a lot of, some kids who just don't respect other kids. Yeah. Like and for, and for example, like the, um, the LGBTQ community, mm-hmm. these people whoa they have gotten like a lot of they've gotten a lot of hate over the years it's like you know it it really it really sucks it really sucks how like you know we live during a time where like you know people are getting attacked they get you know belittled and not even just when they're like young people in high school or like middle schools like it happens when they're adults too it does like you know they get they get discriminated against just for being like themselves and like you wonder why so many of these people, you know, they feel, they feel so, you know, they feel so angry. They feel so upset. Like their own family, like, you know, their own families, they've talked about them. They've been like very mean to them just because like, you know, they just came out to be who, who they are. Like, like they wasn't hiding anything anymore. And like, they thought like, you know, as family, you would understand something like that. Mm-hmm. But apparently no, you're no worse than the people that picked on them in high school. Like I always said, if, you know, if I had kids mm-hmm. and they turned out to be, you know, uh, gay or uh, bisexual or transgender, it was like, I would support them 100%. I would tell them the same thing I tell all my other friends. It's like, mm-hmm. don't let the world stop you from being you. Just keep going. Just keep going. Just exactly. keep going with what you're passionate about, yeah. you want to do. Yeah, and... it's, it's like, uh, there was this thing from Austin Powers, right? Uh, where Austin is like talking to Scott mm-hmm. in, in the third movie, it was a gold member. And basically, like, you know, Dr. Evil, first he was evil this whole time. And, like, now he's turning good. And Scott was trying to prove himself to his father. You know, you're like, at first I'm not evil enough for you. Now you're going to turn good. Then Austin says, like, you know, Scott, listen, you could, like, try. You could go your whole life trying to, like, win people's approval. Believe me. But at the end of the day, you're just going to do it for yourself, baby. You do? You got to do do it for yourself, baby. You got to do it for yourself. Yeah. So... I feel... Yes, I feel as though, like, you know, bullies and people who... They, they just 
they really just want that outlet. They just really want the attention. They really want to feel as though it's like, hey, I have the power. I'm in charge. But then it comes back around to bite them in the butt. And it's not a good feeling. You know, karma, I keep saying the karma effect. Karma sucks. Like, you know, if you want to live a better life, you need to be a good person. That's where my saying comes in. You know, live a good life. Be a decent human being without hurting anyone, including yourself. Because at the end of it all, you're going to look back on your life. You're going to be wondering, what did you do right? What did you what did you do right to basically say that, hey, I lived my life good and bad, but I've made but I've made some successes in the world to basically say it's like I redeemed myself. I wasn't the best person in the world, but I tried. Right. I, right. I tried and I tried to prove myself and I tried to do better. So and this podcast isn't just for like, you know, people who are victims of bullying, but we're also talking to like the people who were the bullies at one point and you felt as though it's like, you know, I really want to change, you know, I really want to do better. You know, because when I was younger, I made mistakes and stuff like that. But as a man, you know, I put away childish things and that stuff, stuff like that comes from the Bible, too. So the Bible had a point about that. You know, you really just got to move on from all those things that really held you back. And I hope that this podcast really reaches a lot of people to let you know that, like, hey, you know, I knew who I was back back in the day when I was younger. I knew who the person who tortured me back in the day was when they were younger. Whether they change or not, that's officially on them. But what matters is you keep living your life and you don't let anybody stop you from being yourself. So if you want to be a doctor, you go ahead and be a doctor. If you want to be a lawyer, you go ahead and be a lawyer. You keep staying in school. You keep studying. You keep going for that degree. And just know that despite everything that you have endured, you know, you're still here. You're still here and you're with us. You know, I remember so many times where I could have, you know, thrown in the towel. I could have given up and I could have just basically ran away or disappeared from the face of the earth. But I chose to stay strong. I chose not to let the haters get to me and I chose to keep pushing. And still to this day, I deal with haters. Still to this day, I deal with bullies. Like even in my professional life as being a theater major, you know, because theater it's a very competitive business. I didn't realize how competitive it was. It, oh yeah, it's it's competitive because you're you're gonna have direct you're gonna have directors that bully you. You're gonna have other co-actors that bully you. And I remember when I was attending like this to home. get the because they want the lead of the project or some lead role, and then they're trying to yeah. try to bully you out of that role. So it's almost like a sporting event or like yep. being picked. It, it, it even happens. Look, it even happens in Hollywood. Yeah, I you know because like. Uh, Gold, I think the Gold Globes are on tonight too. Oh yeah, the yeah, they're yeah they're on tonight. You know, I feel as though like in the professional world of like media and Hollywood, you know, a lot of actors are getting bullied into basically, you know, being something that they're not. Mm-hmm. And Dave Chappelle, he actually left a very important quote. Speaking of the devil from the Night Professor, oh, Dave, yeah. Cha- uh, Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle said a very masterful quote. A very masterful quote. Two of them actually. The first quote he said is that. The hardest thing you could do is mm-hmm. be true to yourself, especially when the world is watching. Yeah. And the second thing true that he true. said was this. Our society and, you know, celebrities in general, we were basically conditioned by the media to believe, like, you know, two lies. That The first lie being is this. Mm-hmm. If you're not really a fan of, like, you know, someone else's lifestyle or the way that they carry themselves, mm-hmm. you know, it must mean that, like, you know, you fear and hate them. Or yeah. that if yeah. you really want to show unconditional love to this person... Right. That you basically need to be a yes man or a yes woman or a yes person and basically, you know, agree with everything that they're talking about. 
you don't have to. Yeah, like you, you, you could learn to say, you know, it's like this goes into the bullying thing too. You know, you could learn, you could just learn to say no, learn to say no, thank you. If someone's trying to pressure you into doing something that you don't want to do, you just say no, thank you. The bully may not, the bully's not being true to himself. He's just trying to put up a front, made to impress someone. Maybe he wish wants to look cool. He wants to look like he's a bigger person, so he like picks on like there's a um, the movie. He told me was uh, Spider Man. Spider Man, yeah. Where one of the kids he had uh, made like I think it was like Flash Thompson, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He had made the um, um, some like project. It was a little kid, and he was being picked on by all these other kids. And Spider Man comes in, and he fights off. Oh, I know what you're talking about. That was um no, that was the uh, Amazing Spider Man too, where like that kid was getting picked because yeah, he was yeah. making a he was making a wind machine. Right, right, right. And then like those bullies, those kids that were like mm-hmm. you know ganging up on him mm-hmm. and like yeah, crushing his projects. Like mm-hmm. Spider Man showed up, they they immediately ran for the mm-hmm. ran for the hills. But then like Spider Man's like, whoa, you made this a, mm-hmm. a, a yes, wind yes, a wind yes. machine? You made this is like it that that made that kid's day to basically know that like hey, Spider Man, he's a geek, he's a geek too, he's a science person, and that means it's like hey, Spider Man is. And, you know, that's kind of the reason why I grew up on superheroes yeah, because yeah, yeah. these were basically the people, you know, that looked out for the little guy. Yeah. They basically said, they basically says like, hey, and have you noticed in every superhero movie, all superheroes have been bullied. Aquaman, he got bullied. Yeah, Spider-Man got bullied. Superman, mm-hmm. he was bullied when he was kid. Captain America, of course. Like, if you watch Captain America, the first Avenger, it's like, there's that scene where Steve Rogers, he's mm-hmm. getting... He's getting beaten on by a dude in the alleyway, but like Steve, oh my God. but but Steve is still holding his ground because he mm-hmm. like you know, uh, he said something very important. Like you know, he's he's like this kid from Brooklyn. He's seen like you know the little guys get stepped on, and he's not going to be like one of the next. He basically you know whenever like some uh, big bigger person or some fascist tried to like you know take Steve out of the picture, Steve always stood his ground. He's like even before he became Captain America, and the little guy who gets stumped on often come. Often comes, comes back more stronger. Yeah, yeah. That's what we'll have to, like, I guess, believe in, withstand that we can, if you're a little guy who's getting stomped on, to always push forward and to be stronger. Yeah, and like you, and who would have thought it? Like, you know, 90 pound weakling Steve Rogers, mm-hmm. you know, he bulked up and he became Captain America and now he's the leader of the Avengers mm-hmm. and part of one of the most popular franchises in superhero history. And I really felt like that spoke volumes to me. Him and Spider-Man, because uh, characters like them, they you know they knew how it felt to be powerless. Mm-hmm. They knew how it felt like you know how to feel inadequate because like you know they couldn't be true to themselves. Like, and when you think about an era like World War II mm-hmm. that still lived in the ways of like you know the the quote unquote norm. Mm-hmm. Like, if you wanted to be like a traditional man, you need to be like you need to be strong, you need to be tall, you need to be dark and handsome. Mm-hmm. You know, you couldn't be like this rejected for a skinny kid who's who's in need of a sandwich or whatever like that. That's almost like a yeah. uh, a PowerPoint. That's almost like a fifth that's something that yeah. person almost doesn't even exist. I don't I I came to the conclusion. I personally I personally <laughs> don't like, think that the like you know a perfect person exists. And no. like yeah and like that's another type of bullying. You know, that's the bullying that's kinda of going to what I was talking about earlier, like body shaming. Body like shaming. well like what's good with that, you know? And I feel as though uh you know some people feel that they have to fulfill like a certain like role, yeah. and they have to like work out every day, and right. they feel pressure to, to, to basically do... appear somewhat attractive. Mm-hmm. And I feel as though it's like that's ludicrous. Mm-hmm. 
you know. You'll have to, if you want to work out, work out, but work don't out. work. And I mean, it, it's a good thing to work out. It's it healthy. And I, you know, encourage people to work out every yeah. day. But if. But we encourage them to stay healthy. We don't encourage them to basically, you know, change themselves. Binge, they, yeah. Like some girls or. Or some guys. Binge, gosh, yeah. They're binge Was it binge eating or they're. Binge eating. Yeah. Or like. like and, you know, it's there's something interesting about binging. Like, some people actually do it out of emotional stress. Mm-hmm. So maybe some people eat because they're not just hungry, but maybe because they got their feelings hurt and they drown their sorrows in, like, you know, food. Mm-hmm. And it's it's dangerous. And it's very, it's very dangerous. But, you know, I always tell people, you know, live a healthy, you know, live a very healthy lifestyle. And like, I encourage my friends to go to the gym. I've been going to the gym for quite a while. And it's really, you know, mm-hmm. it's really helped me a lot. It's improved my confidence. You know, my muscles have gotten bigger. Some people said I should play football for the NFL. And I'm yeah, like, nah. <laughs> it was like, I mean, I could, but it's like, eh, you know, I'm, I'm a nerd at heart. You know, I like, I love me a good football game, but I'll leave it to the pros and everything like that. But I really, but yeah, you know, we have, you know, like, society has so much crazy expectations on, like, you know, young men and young women and all individuals of walks of life by basically saying, like, what, you know, what the standard of, like, the perfect human being is. There's no such thing as that. There's no such thing as, like, the perfect human being because we're all flawed. You could be the most masculine, muscular dude on the planet, but at the same time, you'll have, like, personal insecurities. You'll have mm-hmm. things that you're battling with mentally that, you know... Uh, really keep you up at night and keep you from sleeping and like you know it, and it's okay to be open about that and then you'll have young ladies who feel as though like you know they uh, they're a little unsure of themselves they're a little unsure of like you know their bodies or and they and you know they they try to like change it for like a, these, yeah, these, these person these people just to be just to be like you know the popular kids and that's another thing popular uh, kids versus everyone can be a popular kid yeah I mean there's so many different cliques. You got the kids who are in bands, kids who are in sports. Yeah. And you got, I mean, the, the geek is now, I think. The geek is now the new black. Yeah, it is. Because, like, yeah, <laughs> after, listen, after, like, superhero movies and sci-fi and stuff like that took over, like, geek became the new, geek became the new lingerie. <laughs> you feel me? But, yeah, uh. It's like my cousin, he was, yeah. he's a doctor, and he often said that he got picked on because he would. Recon books and kids call him a loser and all that. Yeah. And but now he's calling them a loser because well they want everyone wants to be like him, you know, being a doctor, being a lawyer, um, being successful. Right. So I mean there's different, I guess, areas. Yeah. Of- there's different areas mm-hmm. to like what is considered to be like, you know, being popular, being mm-hmm. cool. When you talk about being popular, that means you like, you know, you have the general approval of like approval. Yeah, your approval. Yeah. So like, for example, like if you're the most popular person in school, uh, oh, by the way, word of advice to those who believe that being popular in school is like the new bet. Trust me when I say it's not all it's cracked up. It's not all it's cracked up to be because. Because popular most, kids doing some problems too. I mean, exactly. And like, um, and most of the time popular kids in schools, they peak, they sometimes peak when they're adults. So like. Don't let it hold you down if you didn't really have a lot of friends. Hey, I didn't have a lot of friends, and look what I'm doing. I'm I'm getting my foot in the door with art. Yeah. I'm doing theater. I'm doing shows, and I'm booking gigs, and I'm do I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. You know, the Safe Space Podcast. You know, I'm I'm living my life, and I'm you know I'm happy with where I'm at, and I'm gonna just keep going up from there. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes success doesn't always come when you generally expect it to. Mm-hmm. 
success doesn't always come, you know, right after high school because everybody thought it was like, okay, I wasn't the most popular person in high school, mm -hmm. but now I'm dealing with the same problems as I am as an adult in college. It's like, mm -hmm. that's because success takes time. Mm -hmm. There's a saying that sometimes you need to get to the land of not yet to get to the land of now. <laughs> yeah, true, true, true. So it's like, you know, okay, I'm not the most popular person in high school, but I am the most popular, but like now I'm making way more friends than I did back then that I now that I'm in college and like mm -hmm. I met my group I met my you know I met my clan and I'm doing this uh project with a friend of mine from Keene University uh shout out to Keene by the way and uh <laughs> hashtag KU <laughs> but um yeah I met up with um a friend of mine he wasn't even in the theater conservatory he was really? actually in the, he was in the music department wow I That's really cool. thought That's that yeah, I really thought that like you know the people that uh, had the same interests as me mm -hmm. was going to be like the people that I bonded with and I clicked with, but it, but it wasn't, right. it was the people in the music conservatory. Cause when I went to the music conservatory, I felt so welcomed. I felt so warm and I felt so safe around these people that I could be mm -hmm. myself. Yeah. Music, yeah. Music is a, uh, it's a healer and like, it's an outlet for a lot of kids too. Yeah. Cause music can really help you like get over like a lot of personal things that are like, you know, uh, really affecting your mind mm -hmm. you know it it helps like relieve anxiety it helps relieve stress like sometimes i need to just listen to music when i'm feeling angry because like you know something happened today mm -hmm. and like you know someone said something to me or like you know they said a certain word that didn't really sound that isn't really all that bad mm -hmm. but the way they came off it's like you know i always tell this to my mom she always tells me it's not what you said it's how it came off mm -hmm. that rubbed me the wrong way so like for example so like for example it's so like for example like you know i've had people tell me to shut up before and it's like you know everybody's it, like you know people say like you know jordan you're like jordan shut up man like you 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 clown and you being good but when someone aggressively says shut up that's when i'm like oh okay it hits a, it hits a nerve man yeah so yeah, it, it, it really it, it, boils, really, it boils you up. It really boils you up. But the crazy yeah, part I know is, I can relate to that too. Sometimes. Yeah, and the and the crazy part is, is like, what can you do? What can you do? Because that's how the bullies win. They want you to basically react so they that they know that you are immature, that you don't know how to handle yourself, and you don't know how to channel your emotions. Just blow the just blow it off. Man. Yeah, you just. You, like you just like you just blow it off. You just got like there are times where you just got to walk away because sometimes you know people laugh at you for walking away. People laugh at you and they call you a punk. They call you this, 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 that. But that's but I would say you know you know go 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 get away. Exactly, exactly. They're not. They're really not worth it. They're no, just, they're not. They're they're not worth it. They're not worth it. So it's like you just gotta walk away. You just need to know that walking away could be the best thing that you can do because it shows that you are. It shows that you're being the bigger person. Yeah. It shows that you have a sense of control. And it shows that, you know, you're proving yourself to be a better person. I still have people talking about me today. To this day. Really? Yeah. I'm, I'm sure I've got people talking about me. I just don't know about it. But I, I'm glad. If they are, I'm glad I don't know. But I would just walk away. And we'll walk over, I mean, when we do start um, getting back to normal, we want to... You know, invite everyone to come and walk over to safe space. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. it's absolutely. We want more. We definitely want more people on the team because mm -hmm. we. That's and I feel like uh, Jason. This is why I think like you know this organization you came up with was mm -hmm. such a good idea because we just want to do this. We want to have like open discussions like this that make you know the people feel as though like hey 
We're not one of those organization groups that's like, you know, uh, genuinely reading off of a script and just basically, you know, reciting lines and stuff like that, like we're in a play. No, we're basically, we're being open. Yes. We're being free to like express ourselves and we're talking from a more personal, personal place. And that's the best thing about this organization. I really... You know, I really love the fact is that, you know, I can have this conversation with you. I can open up about my personal demons and maybe some people out there can relate to those personal demons. And yeah, the main message, the main theme or the main lesson that we could take away today is just be true to yourself. Even when the bullies, you know, feel as though that they have control of you, show them that they don't. Show them that you're you're the bigger man or you're the bigger woman or you're the bigger person in general. Show them that they have no control, that you're in control, that you, you yourself are the hero of your own story. Because the number one thing that every hero of their own story does is that they overcome the trials. They overcome the bad scenarios and they overcome the bad guys. Don't let the bad guys in your life stop you from being the best version of you that I know you can be that Jason knows you can be, that we here at Safe Space know that you can be. Keep keeping on. Hang in there. Because we see you guys. We hear you. Like we said multiple times. And we will repeat it until the heavens hear us from here on and there out. We hear you. We love you. And we accept you for you. Like the Nutty Professor said, no matter what, you got to stretch. (laughs) <laughs> You're stuck. <laughs> but uh yeah, I feel as though uh, that's all we have for today. Uh thank you guys so much for joining us for our podcast. And once again, my name is Jordan Brown, aka J Superior, aka J Beats. Uh my station name will <laughs> be Jason. Look for me out on the in the movies and television. My station name will be Jason Stone. <laughs> that's great. That's great. <laughs> and uh I've been joined here by the founder of Safe Space New Jersey himself, Mr. Jason Tonich. And we will see you guys uh, again next time, whenever that may be. And, uh, yeah, reach out. Give us some more yes. topics to talk about. You know, we really want you guys. We, we, we need some ideas. You know, we're trying to. We're trying uh, to help you. We're trying, we're trying to reach out to you guys. We're trying to help you. You know, we, we really want to, like, hear stories from people from different walks of life. So just, like, come to us with whatever you, uh, whatever you need. And, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll, we'll, we'll be here. We'll talk about it. We'll right. be like the. Um... I'll leave it this the one on one point nine, the Carlton show, two o'clock in the afternoon. Wait, wait, I'm trying to remember, trying to remember the theme song. It's like, what's, what's it's, it? One yeah, at two o'clock, two to seven. So Carlton and Craig from two to seven. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We want to, you know, just encourage. Go ahead. You know, encourage everyone to be themselves and share their stories of bullying. And more importantly, Share your stories of life. Mm-hmm. Share your stories, not only of just the, the bad days that you endure, but also share stories about the good things that have come. Yes. Because we know that so many people have basically thrown a towel. They've basically given up on life and, you know, they because they felt as though no one heard them. No one understood them. No one cares about them. We care about you guys. We do. We really do. And we love you. Uh, what, what, did, what did they say in the Avengers? What did, they, what did Iron Man say? We love you 3,000. There we go. Um, and yeah, you know, just don't be afraid to reach out. Don't be afraid to talk to us. If there's something bothering you, if you need to vent, if there's something personal going on in your life, just reach out. 
you know, we're, we're here. We're listening. With that said, you guys have a wonderful afternoon. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you very much, gentlemen, for giving insight into what safespacenewjersey.org provides to a diverse audience. We will attempt to provide resources so that anyone that has or is currently being bullied, we will provide the resources for you to address your issues in a calm, sane, and intelligent manner. Just remember this, former President Barack Obama was also bullied as a child. He said that his unusual name and large ears made him the brush of several incidents in his childhood. But as you can see, with the proper counseling, with the proper perseverance, and the proper trust in yourself, you can overcome these unnecessary taunts from people who more than likely are weak and they choose you to make themselves strong. You don't have to give in to bullying. Confront bullying straight up. If you don't want to confront it yourself, go to someone in a larger capacity than yourself, like an adult or a counselor or a parent, and let them know you're being bullied. And they will tell you one of two things. They will tell you to confront your bullies, the people who are bullying you. They will say confront them and make them see how incorrect it is to bully you. Or you go to someone who is their capacity to address such issues such as bullying and deal with it in a very professional manner. Another way, safespacenewjersey.org feels that you can confront your bullying is by going to our site and look at the various resources and testimonies from various people who have suffered as you have and have addressed their issues, just as we have stated here. At any point in time where you feel that you don't have someone to talk to about your bullying, because I want you to understand, young ladies and young men, bullying is one of the top five reasons that teens, for instance, commit suicide. And we can't have you snuffing out your own life because of somebody else's weakness and stupidity. So before this is even an option in your psyche, come to our site. Look at the resources we have available for you. Or address 
your issues, your feelings with your parents in a sane and intelligent manner. And you'll see that they'll also address these issues in a sane, we would hope, and intelligent manner. But sometimes your parents or an, an adult is not the ideal person to address your feelings. And that is why we rely on our peers, your friends, if you have any, and if you do not have any, it is a good idea to try and make some friends or deal with someone or some others that are going through the same scenarios such as yourself. I guarantee you that if you address these issues with someone else other than yourself, don't hold it inside and let it fester inside of you, which means don't let it eat you apart. Address your issues with someone, which is my point. If you are being bullied, address it with someone other than yourself so it doesn't eat you alive and lead to a negative situation that we definitely don't want you to go through. My name is Robert Isaiah, and I'm the project manager for SafeSpaceNewJersey.org. And I myself was bullied as a child. But what I did, I turned my bullying into a scenario, excuse me, a scenario where I looked for other outlets, academics, uh, sports, that sort of scenario. And for me, that was a great outlet so as not to be caught up in the mental aspect of being bullied. Now, everyone may not be academically inclined or athletically inclined, but find your outlet. And this is one of the advantages of going to Safe State New Jersey org because we may have that outlet. We may be that outlet that you need so that you don't do anything negative that could shape your young life for the rest of your life. I would hope that you have someone you could talk to, but if you do not, go to the safespacenewjersey.org website. Look it over. Listen to our Safe Space New Jersey podcasts. Provide your input via telephone or email. Let us know what you're feeling about your situation right now, even if it's not bullying, even if it's something related to bullying and you want to talk. Our goal is to help you progress as a young person so that you can reach the pinnacle of what you're capable of and, in fact, surpass this pinnacle. As I am fond of saying, the last great natural resource 
are young people. And I fully believe that. As a young person myself, I was lucky enough to be mentored by several adults that were not necessarily my parents, although my parents played a good part in my mental development. And unfortunately, they also played a part in the degradation of that mental development. I grew up in an era where people were taking matters in their own hands and making things better, whether the status quo wanted it better or not. One of my personal mentors, although from afar, was the Honorable Malcolm X. Other mentors were the Honorable Martin Luther King Jr. Other mentors were the academics or other figures that put their life on the line so that things would be better for you and I right now. This is what we're trying to provide kids and use your age and if so, adults and parents, especially parents who have children that are being bullied, you may not even know it until it's too late. Or I should say you won't know it until it's too late. Because a lot of time, your kid, you will see changes in their personality and you may attribute it to something else. But I guarantee you, adults, you must talk to your children. And if you see any behavioral problems or changes, at the very least, you won't know if they're a problem until you talk to, to your kids. Please. Address your issues, address the issues of your children, and make sure that being bullied is not one of the issues. And believe me, in this day and age, children have a lot of stimulus, both positive and negative, that will cause them to retreat inside themselves, as I'm sure you had issues when you were younger, but you surpassed them to become parents. I can only hope that if your child is being bullied, that you take advantage of our Safe Space New Jersey podcast and our website resources and use them so that your child does not become one of the many children that have retreated upon themselves and did something negative that you and them will regret. Use Safe Space New Jersey's resources. Use the Safe Space New Jersey podcast to reach out to us and others, parents, children, what have you. Use the Safe Space New Jersey resource so that we and your child and your children can become greater than we as adults can possibly be. My name is Robert Isaiah. I am the project manager for safespacenewjersey.org, and I wish you all the best. <laughs>